Hello, and welcome to another episode of Third Action. I'm your lovely host, Jason, and these are the same three pack rats that were here last week. In the bottom left, we have Asher Ford, Human Ranger, played by Char. I have to lean over. <laughs> be in the frame. Hello, everyone. Just looking casual like that. You know, it's fine. Ah, Very casual. Welcome to my lounge. <laughs> in the bottom middle, we have Greshi Ironroot, Halfling Druid, played by Will. Oh, I'm not used to saying that. Yet. <laughs> it's ruining my flow. It really does. Uh, and in the bottom right, we have Gunshow, Human Champion of a Rastal, played by Adam. Evening, everybody. <laughs> Uh, and let's go ahead and get right into it. So, last time on Third Action, our group of intrepid adventurers um, returned to Zinshalast, uh, or the lower city of Zinshalast, to uh, make plans uh, with their allies in the city. Um, the Spared brought you a bunch of items that they had found uh, digging around Shalaria uh, and the surrounding area. Um, you've been sorting through that found a bunch of cool stuff. Um, you also went to go check in on uh, I was going to say Muckmurian, but that's not his name. Gukak. Uh, you went to go check in on Gukak, the quote-unquote stone giant <laughs> wizard. Are we um, sure that's not his name? <laughs> not all giants are the same, Jason. Especially not ones in disguise. True. Um... Yeah, you, you went to go speak with Gukak, who informed you about the situation in the uh, the Rising District of Zinshalast. Uh, he told you about how there are uh, a large number of rune giants uh, and their minions still around. Um, he also relayed to you uh, that after killing the rune giants at Shalaria, a number of the... Um, a number of the non-rune giants that had been fighting uh, the uh, your allied giants down the city seemed to kind of give up um, immediately uh, and uh, switch sides. Um, you learned about the Golden Roads path uh, to Zinshalast, which winds up through the Rising District, um, past a bunch of Karzuk's forces, across uh, a great bridge and up to the, the summit. Um, you learned that there, uh, that Karzuk's forces have uh, created or brought along some kind of uh, disintegration cannons that they've got uh, placed uh, throughout the Rising District and the um, near the Great Bridge um, to potentially shoot you out of the sky. Um, what else... Uh, and you learned from your uh, spared allies that there is a, a secret path um, that you could take that goes under the Rising District um, and potentially bypasses a lot of that. Um, but the spared weren't able to go the whole way because they start to run out of air as, they, as you go higher and higher up. Um, you learned a little bit more about the... Uh, the occlusion field and how it gets stronger and stronger the closer you get to the peak and how the uh, the pinnacle of Avarice, uh, the building at the top, seems to have some kind of hard outer shell um, of the occlusion field that's impossible to penetrate without the rings. Um, you know that it's really cold up there. Yeah, I think that's everything. <laughs> that's a lot of stuff. If you want to learn 100% of what happened, 
go listen to last week's episode on YouTube uh, <laughs> or on your favorite podcast platform. Uh, it looks like we've got some favors coming in from chat. Uh, so uh, we ended at around 7 p.m. Uh, the party was is staying overnight at Shalaria to do some uh, handing out of items and uh, other clerical work, I, I guess, uh, strategizing, etc. Uh, I believe Grushy had a thing he wanted to do this night. I need to work on my bracers a bit and see if I can get this uh, Sahedron rune off, converting it to something less uh, problematic. All right. Um, we talked about this in chat, so you you can basically do a rune transfer. Um, basically pay the rune transfer price and do the crafting check uh, with an easy modifier to kind of adjust the rune, uh, the rune shape into your um, version of the uh, protection rune um, to basically keep the right. resilience effect but remove the other effect. Should have pulled this up before I uh, before I get the table up. And the easy modifier. What's the change in that? Uh, that would be minus, that minus one, minus two. So it'd go from DC minus forty two. to DC thirty-eight. I okay. So DC thirty-eight on this. Um, but to bring the time down from the day that normally takes for that to, I think. Half was two, and then bring it down to two hours would be four. So that would bring it to DC forty-two to do it in uh, two hours. So it doesn't all right. take all night. Um, well, give it a roll here. Looks like I've got two points at the moment, so I'll use those. Uh, yeah, it looks like that is the case. Uh, points. Thank you, Lucetius and Cap, for uh, filling our, our lads back up a little bit. <laughs> Every bit is very useful. Chat had to go crazy in the last couple episodes to <laughs> help you guys get the wins. <laughs> Some on. things happened. <laughs> a lot. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, so we'll give this a quick roll and see how we do. All right. Oh, I'm going to have to use my hero points right off the bat because that's a natural one. That is a natural Oof. one. Oof. Strong Jeez. opening. Don't do this to me today. It's a lot nicer number. Okay, that's a 47. There we go. All right. A 47 is enough. Oh. Um, you spend the couple of hours. So you said that was two hours. Uh, one, two. I I had two hours total. Um, Tinkering with the rune on the bracers. 5,000 gold of reagents. To convert the the rune into your own form of resilient rune. Um, It's a little bit of a hack job. Uh, There was one point where you were worried that you had... uh, If the other two were watching, it's like magical sparks are flying. Um, There's like a a small explosion. Um... Where you had, like, accidentally, uh, uh, I don't know, connected to, uh, ley lines wrong on the, uh, on the bracers mm-hmm. and, uh, caused some kind of backlash, but you managed to figure things out and get it working. Uh, so, 
now magical welding sort of situation. Yep. Your bracers are now sahedron free, as it were. That is much more reassuring now. So hopefully we don't have to be quite secretive unless somebody decides to sport a ring, but I don't think that's a good idea yet. All right. Anything else you guys want to do? Uh, I'm going to assume during that time you, uh, Gun, relays the information about uh, that Gukak was telling him in private during the last conversation. Yeah, basically, uh, that's. I'm glad that Greshi took those off because otherwise, I think that all of our plans would have been um, spoiled. Sent to the sent straight to the enemy. Hmm. Could have been a problem, but all we're talking in spells or whatever. Um. Yeah. So we couldn't say exactly out loud what our plan was at that time. But uh, he'll he'll get the gist of it tomorrow. Okay. Fair enough. I mean, Gracie's working on these right now, so. We'll learn tomorrow, I guess. All right. So you head to bed then. Uh, nobody else doing anything this night. So uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Uh, 5 a.m. is the earliest you can wake up. Uh, when do you actually want to wake up? You've got the choice is yours. <clears throat> the power is yours. I mean, if we went to bed early, waking up early seems like a good idea. It sure. does. We still need to figure out how we're dealing with the lack of air. The days are short. It is now Eel Day, Abadius the 30th. It's bright and early in the morning. So... The sun is just cresting the mountains. <laughs> just barely. <clears throat> we have a few spells that can help with bubbles of air we have the bag not a great way to travel but it does hold air right it does just note that you is, uh, can't have um, other I, I forgot about this last time but you can't have oh, other extra dimensional effects inside the bag of the that's a good point. So whoever's so on the outside will have to carry all, all of our bags. bags. <laughs> 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 I mean, that's still maybe the right way to go. Chat um, says, hold your breath, run real fast, go full Sanic. You that's know, kind of that, my plan. That is the plan <laughs> at this point in time is we use uh, shrink to try and shrink people down to size so they can fit into the bag more comfortably. And then we just hang out in the bag, which we have put air into, and Gon just holds his breath for a while. It's a level one spell that lasts one minute and has no heightened versions. Why which, does it have no heightened versions? It seems like it is that actually surprising. prime for like prime candidate for increased duration at a higher level spell slot. Oh, I guess it's like a reaction spell. It is a reaction spell. There's no uh, variant on it that is not reaction, unfortunately. Hmm. So I, I agree in principle. 
that that would be nice, but uh, <laughs> Gon can hold his breath unnaturally long. That's true. And I have, as far as the elements goes, we do have that wand of endure elements that we picked up that's heightened a fifth, so it actually should do pretty well against the cold. Mm-hmm. Um, it won't. I don't. If, if it's extreme, extreme cold, it might still get to take some damage, but it should reduce quite a lot. But we don't really know how far we're going to have to go in this uh, environment. This is true. I do not know how high up or how long that section would be. The, Could we? I mean, I don't know if the was the, the spared were saying that they got far enough up to note that they couldn't breathe and they had to come back. Correct. Mm-hmm. Um, would they yes, have any they... idea how much further it was? Um. <clears throat> Let me check my notes. Um, let's see. So the what's death the official name zone. of the tent? The tent doesn't provide any kind of. Oh, I, um, the yurt. Explorer's, Explorer's yurt. yurt. Um, mm-hmm. let's see. Death zone begins at about twenty-six thousand feet. Um, so let me show you on the map here oh camera's not linked one sec camera come here camera okay um let me get rid of these little aoe guys i think those were just to show you where some pockets of enemy activity were um so the peak is here the zone of uh or the death zone the like twenty-six thousand feet area is like that so once you're in that region you're basically going to be outputting uh, or expelling air faster than you can breathe it in Um, normally I would not take an idea from the chat straight up but I actually was (laughs) contemplating this before it was made into an idea that might actually function we could try water breathing if we make ourselves some sort of, like, dome that you can wear and fill it with water for the decanter and then cast water breathing on yourself. It's, uh, a little it's bit a, roundabout, but... It, it seems very roundabout, but since, as you said, there isn't an actual not-breathe-air spell for some reason... Besides a low-level one-minute-you-can't-breathe reaction. There are a couple of high-level one-minute as well, but... Well, still one minute. Yeah. I get the feeling this is going to be a long trick, which is why I'm actually thinking... Assuming that there's space inside that's safer somehow... If you want... Finding... You could try to, like, I would allow you to use a, like, a much higher level spell slot to try to make a, like, a one hour version of Air Bubble. Um, but that would be. Mm, be happy to try. That would be a. Let's see. Um, you're a nature caster, so it would be a nature check. Um,. And expel a. Let's see. Could you make something that would hold air? 
I can make a bottle that can hold air if I can take some time to do so, but I have to invent it first. Um, so hypothetically, I can bottle oh, yeah, some air, bottle. but yeah. I don't know how... There is an air bottle, but I don't know how great that is for distance traveling, but we could definitely try that too. It, uh... It looks like it does not end. No. It takes one action to breathe from it. So I suppose if you can hold your breath for... How long can you hold your breath for now, Gon? Um, just trained a lot. Ridiculous amount of time. Like really strengthen the core there. Times longer than normal, so like an hour. In the neighborhood well, of an hour. Uh, so normally... Okay, come on. Uh, it's what is something the control? Called rounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, 25 times longer than I think it's con bonus plus 10. Oh, they, they, they patched it down slightly, I think, then. Uh, and the number of rounds normally... Breath. 10 plus con modifier, I thought. Okay, it doesn't matter. Like something like that, yeah. Oh, no, they didn't patch it. It's always 25 times. Okay. Um, you can hold your breath for a number of rounds equal to five plus your con modifier. So five what's your plus, okay. what's your con mod? Uh, guns should be well, four or five. Probably four. Might be five next level. Four plus five That's times twenty-five is five. actually no. Might be five now. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> No, four. It's five the fourth. Okay. So. Okay, so nine times twenty-five is two hundred twenty-five rounds. Uh, around uh, what divided by ten? 22 so minutes. twenty-two minutes. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So, again, given ideas elsewhere. Going back to this underwater bottle idea. Can I make this air bottle that you breathe out of, but just make the bottle big enough to go over the head? Yeah, I, I feel like you'd... Uh, What's the normal item mileage? What if someone breaks the bottle? It's out called this, bottled air. Out of this water-breathing plan by doing it without the water. Well, I'm saying in this case it would be bottled air, but just a large bottle. What instead if of the regular smashes size bottle. the bottle? You don't smash the bottle, the you just uncork it, bottle you take a breath. You breathe in. No, yeah. like an enemy shoots me in the head and the bottle crack, like, breaks. That does like the, that's true. It's like the decanter, <laughs> but for air. Yeah. Like, well, if just, someone comes at me and smashes me in don't, the head. Don't get shot, though, then. Um, so you think you could make, like, a kind of, uh, like, a mouth mask sort of thing, like, for diving? Um... Hmm. Where it's like the bottle, but you've got kind of, kind of like of a mouth hole that you uh, attach to and then strap it to your uh, face. Um, it would muffle the sounds of speech if you were to do that, but... Could still work. Yeah, you think you could... It would only be... It'd be At like least the, be hands-free that way. Yeah, I would call it like the very hard modifier on top of making bottled air, so... It changed the DC from 23 to 27. Hmm. Yeah, that would be rough, I'm sure. Um, 
Well, I mean, I can definitely make it. It'll just take me some time. How many could you make of the regular one? If just making bottles air, um, I mean, I can make one twenty-seven plus eight, so thirty-five. I could probably get us to get one out in two hours, thereabouts. I still have to invent it, of course, so it'd be about, for the three of us, <laughs> a total of eight hours of work all told. Mm. And regularly making a DC 35 check. That's another whole day. Mm-hmm. We do need to breathe, though. Yeah. Alternatively, I could make one, and we could go back to the plan Pass of... around. We go back in the... Or that works, too. I was just going to say, the two of us hide in the bag, and you just jet... The big thing being, you only have to take a breath every 22 minutes, I guess. I have a feeling that one breath every 22 minutes is not quite exactly what they were planning. <laughs> nah. Like, after... I, I think that might be... If it were me, I would set that up as more like a 22 minutes in one shot thing, and then at that point, you need to recover for a bit before you can do it again. I believe in you, gone. But who nah, knows how long? It's fair. Would that? Would I need any recovery time between holding breath while um, traveling? So, I, so the uh, a thing to note with the holding <laughs> your breath for uh, that many rounds is that every time you like take actions that aren't just walking, you use uh, you use up extra oh, rounds of too. breathing. Um. The question was just, what's the logistics of using this to... I, I would just say you move at, like, three-quarters speed or something um, to effectively keep huffing the air while you're while you're moving at a, at a regular enough pace to be comfortable. Mm -hmm. well, that sounds reasonable enough to me. No, just let me take the one, day. Okay, one bottle of air and then... Now, I think we're going to need access to everyone. Plus, if we, as Asher said, if it breaks, then we're just screwed. So we should. No, I agree. One so, if well, our lives are dependent on it. Let me, I'll have to take the day, but let me take the day and I can start working on it. Uh, see how far I get in eight hours. And I'll Great. start uh, getting ingredients together and tossing coins into the bag and such. Nothing to the chest, I excuse me. All right, well, first of all, you need to actually uh, invent the item. <laughs> it's all hypothetical so far. Right. So far, so good, but I'm pretty good with wind, so I feel confident about this one. Um, so to shorten it, the DC from where it was to... Uh, excuse DC me, to shorten it to... To start uh, with, and then... 27, turning down to two hours would take it an additional eight up, so that's DC 35. Okay. Do roll this on. Um... <laughs> what have we invented today? So... 
Your natural so is one a is, a, failure? is a 35, is which would have been a success, but is instead a failure. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's going to take me a little longer than <laughs> Uh, I think... Right, well, that's... 160 down the drain already. All right, that's fine. More ingredients, we'll just go again. (laughs) I mean, what are the odds that that happens another time? How many natural ones on a critically... Or or you can just roll a... Wow! All right. I don't... But okay, that's... So natural twenty for a, a fifty-four. Greshi's Greshi's mind is all over the place first clips. thing in the morning, and apparently takes him some time to get going. You have to fail to succeed. I, I perhaps just entirely on the wrong track at first in terms of how to bottle air. Maybe it's just the idea of like trapping it versus enticing it or something to get it to actually stay inside the bottle the way he, that Greshi wants it to. But uh, it takes an extra couple hours, but he gets it something done. All right. Well, uh, now right, you've Josh. got <laughs> the plans are, are ready. You've got some like experimental like small bottles of uh, of air that at least hold air for a little bit of time. Now you have to put it into practice to craft a, a proper device. Something in there. Well, uh, let's try again. Uh, this, see, that's fine. Uh, Forty six on this one, so critical success. All right. That's minus 20, minus 320. Um, and once more. Sorry, on critical mm-hmm. success on crafting, nothing special, right? It only matters if you were going to use some time. Okay. Correct. But uh, even then, it's not great. So we just keep going. All right. Uh, another one air ball. That's a great roll, but sufficient. This is a 40 total on this one. Success. That's a second air bottle. And third one on uh, 44. So. And a third air bottle. Um, and sorry, each of these of you had reduced 1200 to... gold. What was the time you reduced them to? Two hours each? Uh, two hours. So that was a total of two 10 hours I would have spent crafting today. Hi. Okay. And 1200 well. uh, gold in reagents. <laughs> Uh, let me, I guess, make a bottle. Uh, sorry, bottle there. Hey, bottle there. Okay. You can just add it, I suppose. Ah, uh, sure. Here. Have a bottled air. I don't know if that worked. Oh, there we are. Everybody gets a bottled air. Okay. Um, I could try and create something for the, uh, the pits as well, but I feel like that's the extra time we don't really have, so... Yeah, we'll just end up having to keep uh, Rocky in his pocket and Phelan in a bag, I suppose. Or you can Mm -hmm. share with with him. Alright. Alright. Well, so you've got... It's basically like a leather cord strapped uh, to this, like, uh, glass bottle tube. Um, with a, a nice little mouthpiece to uh, speak into um, and breathe from. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess it connects to your... Uh, maybe it's like big enough for your mouth and nose. Um, 
and yeah, oh. you can you can let them hang loose for a bit. Oh. But even even when you try uh, like getting your first breath, you realize how um, how little air you've already been taking in uh, up here on the mountain. You've kind of acclimated to it, but um, it's definitely the case that with how high up you are, you would have already been getting less oxygen per breath. Um, a little heady and woozy at first. Oof. Okay. Well, mm. The three of you now have a source of oxygen. And it's about 3 p.m. Yeah. Uh, oh, I didn't... Uh, one. I guess one more hour then, if you're going to prep spells or anything. I guess you haven't oh, really sure. done spell I, prep yet. Yeah. So, 4 p.m. How <laughs> you been uh, working? During that and day, it's... I suppose the rest of us could do some planning and preparing as well, and probably talk to Kyukaku and Kyukaku again, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> give him a little bit more details on our plan. Okay. Um, um, and and what the delay means. All right. What we're doing today. Yeah, you. The two of you converse over messages in the courtyard again. Um, while Greshi is working on the uh, the air bottles, uh, and he he basically tells you that uh, whenever you're kind of getting ready, um, he can start a, a kind of a faint push um, with a large number of troops into the city or into the rising district. Um, without Sahedron rings themselves, they won't be able to get too far through the rising district. Um, but it will hopefully provide enough of a distraction and pull attention away from the pinnacle um, to give you guys some, some time so uh, basically whenever you're ready for him to do something like that uh, you can give him a sending and he he will if he gets a sending from you at all uh, regardless of what it says he'll he'll start the push Okay. Just in case there's any kind of static in Good the way. Plan. Good plan. Um, I can only hope hmm. it works. And don't kill yourselves up there, should you need to retreat. Um, we will try to hold the city for as long as we can. All right. <clears throat> With this, um, I was just looking through my bag. So the wand of misdirection, it seems like the point of that is to use it where you, um, you use misdirection to basically disguise all of the magic auras of all the items that someone's carrying. So maybe before we leave the group here, we could, well, it'd be hard to, we don't have enough for all three of us. I don't know if there'd be, if it'd be worth it to, uh, even overcharging the wand. It lasts a whole day. It could help, um, sell the illusion that we are with them because they would have they could have some people there that look like they've, they're carrying extremely powerful gear and we could look like we have nothing. Hmm. 
Uh, if you're if you're talking about this with Gukak, um, well, it's possible that even even with one of you here, that would be enough to cause some sort of concern on their end. It's probably worth doing, even if we don't have enough to use it three times. I'll... Yes. Um, are there? Is there anyone our size in your force that we could disguise this way? Mm. And perhaps one of the spared. That could work if they're willing. I'll, uh, I'll ask to accompany the giants as a, as a sort of distraction. Some of them have been scouting the tunnels near here. I shall some, I shall call for them. Uh, and Gukat will call for one of the spared uh, giant scouts will go find one of the spared scouts. They'll come back and um, uh, yes, sir. I'm, I'll, I'll be glad to help. Oh, in that case, uh, hold still. I'll dig through my bag where I've sorted all the wands and stuff, grab out the wand of misdirection, and cast it so that my auras appear on the spared. Okay. The, until next uh, daily prep. Yep, there's a kind of, uh, you, you feel a little bit weird as uh, there's like a magical transfer of energy between the two of you. Um, but since the spared has basically no magic items, uh, you become itemless, effectively. Um, Actually, he gets your aura the appearance of ours. So yeah, I don't think it swaps. I think it's one directional. Oh, is it? Yeah, from looking, I mean, after looking at it again, there's a target and a source. To resemble one or the other. Oh, you designate the primary target, the secondary target. Effects that would detect the primary target detect the same auras from the secondary target. I see, I see. Okay, so yes, you still keep your auras, but they also have your auras. And you yep. can dismiss the spell from up to a mile away. Okay. Okay, that's it. Um, maybe that'll give them a little bit of an edge in there distraction attempt we shall see Gukak nods and to... directs the uh, gun spared to stay near him I think we're getting ready to leave now or in the afternoon today good so... well may the gods be with you then and also with you <laughs> uh Gukak will head out with the spared in tow uh, and some of his forces. Uh, they're going to go check out the northern gates. Uh, you return to the group. Presumably. Did Asher do anything in that time period? <coughs> uh, I don't know, but I, I do have a cool fact about cockroaches <laughs> that I learned. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Uh, is that they don't need air for up to 30 to 40 minutes. And I can be a cockroach. So that's what Asher was learning. <laughs> about him. Certainly something. <laughs> I don't know if that actually would carry over to a Pathfinder thing, but I was curious. I'm like, I know cockroaches are really 
annoying. Like, can they not be? Uh, give me, no, I, give me a nature check for, for Asher, then. See if he knows that. <laughs> yeah. Does he know about this? I'll set the DC to your level. Uh, what are your guys' level? 19, so 39. Hey. See if he knows obscure cockroach facts. A 41 for my 41. obscure cockroach <laughs> facts. Asher spends his time <laughs> thinking about obscure cockroach facts and uh, realizes that a cockroach would uh, be able to survive for some time without air. Probably be fine. It's a good fallback. He's thinking about all his animals and potions and stuff. And he lands and on I suppose that you don't have to be a fact. You don't have to be a tiny cockroach. You could be a big one. <laughs> Even better. <laughs> I don't know if I can be a big one, so I can only do pest form. I think because that allows me oh. to do insects without insect form. But I think anything higher, I need insect form. Okay, I, I thought you might have had insect form. So it'd have to be very small. Oh, hello, tabletop rolls. I welcome, think you did welcome. At one point. Oh, thank you. you for the raid. Hello, everybody. We're getting ready for a hike. All right. So Asher, <laughs> Asher's sweet cockroach facts uh, will maybe come into play. <laughs> All right. So it's 4 p.m. Badius the 30th, wheel day. What would you like to do? You're off to see the wizard? I need to cast spells. Oh, casting spells first. Let's All see. Right. Yellow brick road. So we uh, sorry, so I actually cast that. <laughs> so status on everyone. Okay. Overload. Uh, let me put these on the characters while I remember. So that's uh, status on everybody. Yeah, I did it. Overload life connection. Uh, that'll be on Asher again. Seems maybe a little more haphazard than it used to be. So I took a bit of a dip in the HP. But, uh, so status funny. on everybody, ocular overload, life connection on yourself linked to Asher. Correct. Okay. And uh, then endure elements heightened to fifth. Um, I'll be casting it twice myself and then using the wand uh, to cast a third time. Okay, and that's on the three of you. So we get the three of us. Okay. Correct. Uh, anything going on Rock or Phelan? Uh, Rock will just stay in the uh, pet cache. Okay. For the time being. And is that everything? If we're, are we gonna go off and go oh. up? Because if we are, I'll long strider myself as my spell. Um, Unless we're just wandering. Well, you know what I'm going to do is. Wish I had another spell slot for this. Eh, I'm going to be rude and I will cast Phantom Steed for myself. And just for myself. <laughs> All right. But I'm going to be taking Phelan. He will be going into the bag of containment with air bubble cast upon it. I 
All right, and Rock will, will be away. In the pet cache, Phantom Steed is out, so you've got a, a Phantom. Uh, hmm, what would be up here in the mountains? Uh, not much. Not sure, like a an elk or maybe yeah, a moose? sure. I like an elk. Let's do an elk. A majestic. Oh, I, I thought you were going moose with that. No, elk is good. Everyone goes moose. Elk's great. <laughs> a majestic elk. Asher's casting ah, a long strider. Um, I am indeed. I'll assume that you gun did a sending to Morgiv to have him come meet you at the. Yes, I'll. Uh, at Shalaria. Morgiv? Yes. yes. We got the ring of messaging. The messenger's ring. All right. Assuming that's where, if that you were going to get Morgiv to go to the. Um, take you to the secret tunnel. I didn't think it had to be Morgiv. I thought we were just going to take one of the spared that was already... Oh, it doesn't have to be. With us? Morgiv volunteered, but, uh, but no, any, of, any of the spared can do it. Absolutely. Let's bring him. All right. Let's bring him with us. Okay. Anything else? Hmm? No. Let's uh, get, get move on, I suppose. Okay. Uh, in this case, I think Morgiv is going to be your slowest, at least to get to the tunnel. Um, but from... Um, if What is his speed, actually, now that you uh, say that? 25. His speed is 25? Mm -hmm. I'm going to... Can I put him on the horse, or is that going to interfere with him helping escort us? Um... <laughs> like, does he know how to ride a an elk? Uh, I don't know. You, I mean, <laughs> you can teach him. <laughs> I, at the very least, we could lead him on the horse because we're faster than he is. Sure. Yeah, you can you can conjure so the, the phantom elk for him, and kind of teach him how to. It's going to last. For and like I will eight pass hours, Longstrider so. on myself while we're at it. We have a level one wand of Longstrider that we can use on him as well. Right. Uh, have you used that yet, or nope? I mean, if you want to use it, I paired it today, so... All right. Then that way we'll all have long strider. Okay, We're okay. ready for striding long. Yeah, all right. Long shank striding. The, the hour-long long strider, which I think should be enough to get you the uh, 4,800 oh, feet. Use this. I can't figure out how to... Feet two miles. What? You should probably just keep it in anyway. That's one mile. <laughs> uh... uh 2e travel speed. My speed. Someday I'll start. Is that a the self target only? Open. It is. That's why. Uh, that's why I was saying I, I don't have trick magic item to use the wand of Longstrider anyway. Oh well, that's unfortunate. And it's. You should just take this back. Is it? Uh, it wouldn't be divine, is it? It's arcane primal, of course. Yep, arcane and primal. Yeah. What's your speed divine, then without any that. boosts, uh, I suppose? 35. Okay, well, I mean, that means we're all keep, you're, we're staying up <laughs> with you. It's fine. Okay, um, so yeah, that push, bo uh, boots him up to 35 speed with long strider. So that's your slowest. Uh, you can go three and a half miles an hour. Uh, so a third of an hour-ish. Let's uh, 60 to 5. Three is 20. Uh, it's probably 15 minutes. minutes. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
we'll say you you're able to get here. Oop, that's not right. We'll do it in 15 minutes, uh, which 5, 10, 15. Okay, so by 4.30, you, as a group, uh, make it to a large ruined building um, at the northeastern part of town. Let me... Oops, that's failing. Uh, Greshi gun, and where is he? Morgiv. Oh, Morgiv is apparently not linked to his... That's okay. Uh, Morgiv. Okay. Alright. So, the group of you have made it to uh, this large building. Um, it's um, it's a massive stone structure uh, on a small uh, hill. Um, on either side it is flanked by two massive towers, uh, one of which is clearly in just co- fully collapsed. Um, the other is pretty badly damaged. The, the whole building, in fact, is has seen better days. Uh, it has a large number of kind of impact craters in the roof. Um, it looks like the ceiling has crumbled in many places. Uh, there was probably a, an upper floor, but that upper floor is, is long since gone. Um, there are no windows or anything like that. Um, but there are two massive silver doors um, at the top of a set of old stone stairs. Um, there's also a, a simple sign uh, in uh, Thessalonian um, as you make your way up the stairs. Um, and it reads uh, Shalast Museum. Morgiv kind of slowly makes his way up towards the doors and um, the scouts found this place um, a few days ago Um, the tunnel should be just inside and he'll kind of make his way up to the doors and slowly start to press them open they creep opening into a dark or dimly lit room Greshi squints his eyes oh no oh yeah Greshi can't see inside well (laughs) no no he can't we should have made monocles out of my uh, goggles clear one for each of us um the scouts didn't report any problems, um, but I, I suppose that could have changed. Well, let me stay close to you. Uh, okay. The Morgiv will step into the dark building. I'll step up next to him around <laughs> it's definitely a bit spooky Greshi steps into the darkness <laughs> unable to see Greshi's going to tap Gun on 
his, the back where I m- imagine his shield is kind of sort of the mo- or where are you he- holding it right now? Oh uh, yeah, I'm trying to there's like a little bit of. He's gonna tap here. your shield and say, "Do you mind if I get some light in here?" Um, let me see what we can do. Tables have turned. <laughs> no, I'm asking permission. <laughs> well, sure, go ahead and put light wherever, but. Knowing that I can't see, I did in fact <laughs> prepare light today. All right. You cast light. And we'll cast it on Gon's shield if he doesn't mind. All right. Um, I mean, if you don't mind. Start aiming that around. <laughs> like a searchlight. Ooh. Okay. There we go. Um, Gun's searchlight shield uh, begins to illuminate the room. You can see uh, to the left and right are what appear to be uh, counters um, draped with uh, some old tattered cloth. Um, On the other side of the counters on either side of this kind of entryway are some ruined pieces of furniture as well as a set of silver doors. Um, So there's a set of silver doors to the left uh, behind a counter and a set of silver doors to the right behind a counter. Um, Just ahead of you, there's a... A, a silver and gold fountain um, made of three uh, that kind of just picks three dragon's heads, uh, spitting what should be water into a, a pool, but um, there is no water spilling out. And in fact, whatever water is in the basin of this fountain is just completely frozen over. Um, you can also see up ahead what look like a number of um, display cases that have all been shattered. Um, some of the displays are probably seem to still be uh, there, but maybe broken and partially intact. Um, but you need to get closer to to look at any particular display. Um, yes, I, I think it was uh, in the back, um, and uh, Morgiv will kind of point uh, straight ahead. There's you can see there's two passageways uh, that lead around. Uh, kind of like a pillar of wall past the fountain. And Morgiv will kind of just start okay. walking in that direction. Do-do-do. Just tiptoeing quietly. I'm going to keep an eye out as we go for things Okay, so you're it's you're dark seeking. and scary, and I'm concerned. <laughs> I'm seeking, um, okay. and I do have keen eyes for whatever that's worth. As I'm looking around for things that might be hiding from us. Okay, so you can kind of see off to the sides uh, that there are. There's definitely more uh, museum off to to either side of you as you're uh, progressing forward. Um, but, Greshi, since you're specifically looking out for anything weird, uh, as you pass the fountain, you glance to your left and notice that all the way to the west, um, there seems to be kind of an oh. eerie purple light coming from what's probably uh, the the western tower. Um, and you can see a number of what look like relatively intact books and scrolls scattered about the floor. Morgiv doesn't notice this. There, He's just there seems to be something. Uh, gone 
Asher, do you see this oh. purple light over over here? Morgie, hold up. Oh, she's she kind of wandering in that direction, kind of automatically. It's kind of curious. Morgive. Morgive will chameleon form mm-hmm. himself and go invisible. Goodbye. Okay. <laughs> Probably a good wow. idea. We're going to have a quick look around before we proceed. I don't know about these purple lights in a I mean, abandoned they're... building. I, I agree, but I'm, I, I am curious. You I curious? can't help it. Right. Again, you pass by what looks like I'll a back you up. Um, a model of the the city of Zinshalast in its prime. Um, there's uh, Asher. You're passing by some small display cases that seem to maybe once hold some artifacts of some value, um, but seem to be empty now. Buy artifacts. Uh, are you guys sneaking? Move to the front. Okay. No, not much well, point in that with this. Giant yeah, I guess you've got a big light. <laughs> I can turn it off if you want. That's, I asked specifically, but no, it's fine. You're not. I do agree that unfortunately we kind of need to see. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna yell hello. <laughs> Who's there? Hello, but, the uh, home. Hello. Is that the right? Nah, I won't yell. Um, I'm gonna kind of watch out for any kind of traps or like runes drawn on the floor or okay um, uh, give me a secret perception check okay I've stepped on too many uh, <laughs> too many traps yeah too many traps too many traps <laughs> I almost had it when I got uh... we the go. internet delay mm, I'm kidding it was Simultaneous, <laughs> that's what made it funny. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, Gun, you're you're keeping a careful eye on the floor and the ceiling and around. You've also got um, your arcane eye, I think, that lets you see, uh, kind of detect magic yes. as you're looking around. Um, you can definitely see uh, what? I assume it's evocation, right? Yeah. Um, you can see the kind of evocation energy uh, being emitted by that light. Um, it doesn't seem to be a trap. It seems to just be kind of a, a dim light uh, <coughs> that's... It, it's basically just a kind of a dim light spell. Um, okay. You also pick oh. up on... You notice that one of the, uh, the books um, that's on the floor... Um, you notice a kind of shift and kind of rise up and like flip over uh, and then kind of get pulled uh, uh, like from the floor up uh, out, out of sight. As if someone had like picked it up off the ground. There's, there's something active in this area. Um, okay. We thinking a life? Just gonna passively every alive time I'm looking at something, Jason spectral. this becomes right. passive. True so, deception. Just so we all remember. Okay, so yeah. You, yeah, you have the same thing too. Um could be some kind of a oh, spectral thing. Oh too. right. Versus... Shit. Sorry, you both have No no, I don't have true seeing Asher has true seeing all the time. I have detect magic all the time. 
Right. And what's the range on tree saying? 60? Okay. 60. Okay. That's good to know. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm just going to keep okay. like clicking on it every time I think it might be uh, a V. Gonna... Yeah. Asher's the furthest in the back, so he hasn't noticed anything yet. I'm following Gun at a respectable distance. Um, going to have Mender, which I prepared this morning in my hand. And I actually think I'll pull Phelan out. Was not expecting to need him out so soon, but just in case. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll have my bow out. Uh, did I have Phelan? Where is he? I'm not trusting of any of this. No more trust. <laughs> Okay, you some more. pull Phelan out, he woof, as he oh, lands on the floor. <laughs> Alright, boy. Uh, I'm gonna be there in about two more creeps. We're gonna sneak. Okay. You carefully, cautiously sneak into the room. Gun, you can see that book that uh, that got moved is floating just above this table here uh, to the north. Um, this this uh, chamber, this tower, appears to be maybe the remnants of a large library. Um, the There are massive uh, racks of books um, all around the outer perimeter of the tower um, that stretch up a couple hundred feet. Um, there's also a, a big central pillar uh, that also would have been stacked with books in its in its heyday. Um, but you notice that most of the books on the shelves and scrolls and things are all in tatters, um, aged and worn down by time and the elements. Um, Certainly, it's very reminiscent of the uh, the library, the other library we found mm. at uh, Jorgenfist. It's true. In its design at Jorgenfest, yeah. I love their circular libraries. Let's just respect their old libraries. How terrible. Um, and I'll, also there's that, and I'll point to the book that's floating. Ooh. The book suddenly drops to the ground, or drops and like clatters onto the table as you kind of step out. Scared the book. We mean you no harm. We saw your light and didn't expect to find anyone here. Asher, you can see the vague shape of um, a kind of large, hulking figure, um, very broad of shoulder. Um, uh, fairly tall, uh, about as tall as a giant, um, possibly as tall as a rune giant even. Um, but they oh don't—they don't have like a rune giant's face. They're—they're uh, they're wearing kind of large, uh, bluish purple robes, or see, they seem kind of faintly purple in this purpley light. Um, and you're only seeing them kind of translucently. Uh, but kind of peeking out of the robes is a very like square-shaped head. Um, with no mouth, but two very small uh, uh, white lights for eyes. Um, it's looking... Oh, uh, it, it's, its hands are kind of 
open and it's it's in kind of maybe like a scared defensive posture uh, like it's trying not to move like it's a it's been spotted you said that in Thessalonian um, which gun actually does have already by the way Grishy. Um and uh, just then we're just kind of holding still and waiting for either something to happen or who are you? Asher just stepping. A low voice rumbles through the room. Passing through and trying to evade some enemies of ours. We mean you no harm. Just trying to be safe ourselves. There's a pause. Oh, sorry. Uh, Asher, you you see the creature lower its hands um, invisibly. Uh, (laughs) um, uh, Sorry, what was Gretchen going to say? I was just asking if it was speaking Thessalonian back or if it was speaking in a different language. Um, It spoke... Oh, if... If Gun spoke in Thessalonian, it spoke back in Thessalonian, yes. Okay. Okay. Um. Hmm. The creature waves its its hand and <laughs> dismisses its invisibility. A massive <laughs> bluish purple golem mm. stands before you. <laughs> Information. Protect. Reclaim. It says. And casually steps over to one of the tables it's kind of piled high with books worthy mission you are not affiliated then with the claimer he's the claimer making a guess at who the claimer is we are not. I see. Then enemies, we are not. It says as it begins to lift uh, a damaged book off of the uh, table. Um, and uh, between its hands starts to kind of generate a kind of electrical energy as it spreads its hands apart. The, the book starts to spin and mend itself, um, reforming into, like, pages, uh, scraps of pages start kind of, like, flying into it, um, and it seems to be kind of magically repairing the book. Why here, then? This magically repair... Uh, in fact, we oppose the claimer. And we're passing through here. 
I shall not stop you. You are free to pass. I'll just nod. Turn to the others. You just want books or something? I mean, I'm not going to try to take books. Are you going to try to take books? No, I was just asking if that's what he's up to. Seems to be. Who's the claimer? Um, Do you know who it is, Gun? <laughs> it's it's got to be Tarzuk claiming the whole city. Claim. Claiming the whole world, basically. The golem turns to you as you're kind of whispering amongst each other. Yes, Karzug, the Claimer, was his title in the olden days of Thassalon. This knowledge I have gleaned. What is your name, friend? I'm Gun. Most call me the Golem. But others don't be simply as Paizo. <laughs> Beautiful. That's a that's a very appropriate name. Mm. What a strange name. <laughs> <clears throat> I am a guardian and gatherer for the Akashic Record. Information lost must be reclaimed. So, so when you bend a book, does the book somehow remember the information that used to be in it and it comes back? Or do you end up with like a blank book that just look or it says like blah, 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 blah. Normally, it, the pages would be blank. But there are special techniques, advanced ancient spells, which can remember what the book has forgotten. Does this guy maybe know how we could... Do you remember the... There's this, um... The scroll we have. The one that's... The artifact, the um In other uh, No, the other one. The other artifact scroll. The one that you can ask questions to. Oh, the quill? Yeah. That's not a scroll, but What was it the quill that was it was the quill. He writes questions and it then He writes questions. Yeah, yeah. That one. I wonder if he knows any information about that. That's tied to the Akashic record, isn't it? Possibly. Also might be tied to that um, peacock god. Or both. (coughs) Yeah, we... So we actually have these two artifacts. Should we show them to him? Should we ask him... about their nature? Maybe he knows... Greshi will pull out the Anathema Archive. The golem looks in your direction. Do we want... Should we offer it? Could you... Are you familiar with with this 
That's a very Object. good thought. What the hell is, are my looking at? Is there anything <laughs> I can even fathom as far as what Paizo does and how many doors it makes? Um, sorry. Are, <laughs> well, I mean, it's a. <laughs> it looks like a, a very large some golem, sort of golem made of stone. Yeah, um, kind of purplish blue stone. It's wearing like kind of but I don't uh, imagine wizard's I... robes. It doesn't have a mouth, so you're not really sure how it's speaking to you. I, I never thought of the Akashic Record as something that would have to have, like, investigative reporters working for it before. I mean, information's created all the time. Now it has I, to be gathered, doesn't it? Now I kind of like that idea. I thought it was just sort of an essential part of the universe. So are you musing about that in character or out of character? The... <laughs> in character. Gershi's yeah. going to offer the Anathema Archive to the Golem. The... If it wants something to read, this might be up its alley. I guess you, that like, you crazy. ride forward towards it. I'd step inside. I... Okay. And so approach with offered. the Anathema Archive offered... Uh, it reaches down with its massive hands and kind of plucks it from your uh, grip uh, and holds it up and its eyes kind of flash um, as it's like seeming to process the item. Um, <laughs> this Infinite loop. is a powerful artifact indeed. Why do you bring this here? It holds dark secrets. Should we get rid of it? Are you familiar with it? With its history? This was the Anathema Archive. It was created by the great Archwizard Zinn in Thassalon's days. It harbors many dark secrets. It is dangerous in the wrong hands very dangerous indeed well, we've done our best to keep it safe and hidden away but, but uh, somehow I just feel that if we can collect enough information about it Maybe we could do something to purify it, or hmm. I don't know, make it, use it, put it to use for good. It can be used for good, but it can never truly be purified. Knowledge this dark is sometimes not meant to be known. I can store it if you wish. It's information, the Probably. good that it has can be gleaned and kept for record. Might be safer than in our custody, to be honest. But this, I don't, I mean, we don't really know very much about this guy, but 
this offering, hmm. I accept it. Do you have anything that you wish to know? Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. Oh, what quite do a you lot. mean? Uh, <laughs> I'm still holding out the archive. Not I, doing I this. thought he was holding it. Well, well, I just holding it out for him. It. So if he wants it, well, yeah, I mean, he, he already he's he, got it. Then yeah, yeah, he took it from you, and he's holding it, and he's it's like it. in so between his on for? thumb and index finger. <laughs> do you want this back? Actually. <laughs> 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 yes. It seems rude. Do you want it back? The golem will place the Anathema Archive back in Grush's hands. Alright. Um, I actually can agree with Asher. Do we want it back? Um, maybe not. If you guys. If make you, the use of it I used to. Ah. Uh. Well, Out of character, I is that the one that you talk to the dude? No. Okay. No. This is the <laughs> I, I, one where you open it and it messes with your mind, but then you cast a spell. Or, okay. or learn under lore conditions. about something. Or learn more about something. See, that's the one that I don't want the one that makes you crazy. Yes, this is the crazy. this is the one that makes you crazy as you glean dark secrets from beyond the veil. The I, the item that allows you to talk with the the peacock spirit is the, the uh, quill. The quill, oh. the revelation quill. All right. How is it that you're here, so close to Karzug's um, home territory, undetected and and freely doing your thing? Is this, this is this safe to leave in your custody? This was the only time and space available to me. If it were not now, at this moment, this information would be lost forever. That doesn't bode well for us, does it? I do not know what the future no, I guess holds. Not. All I know is that yeah. this is when I was sent to. This information here. Take this with you to your knowledge people, and I think we're done with it. Very well. Wait, who's, who sent you here? My masters Somebody at the Akashic Record. They are beyond knowledge. Ah, where is... Of course they are. There is something that I want to know. And that's how could we destroy the quill? Wait, supposedly, why do you want to destroy the quill? <laughs> supposedly the method of destroying the quill could only be learned by tricking the quill into revealing it. Because it's just a tool that lets you talk to... Uh, peacock spirit which is probably just another one of the rune lords yeah we don't actually know who's on the other end we could ask who's on the other end maybe he knows he 
Maybe you could start 69. <laughs> I do not know this object, but if you present it to me, perhaps I could find out. Alright. I'll pull the quill out as well then. Alright. You produce the revelation quill, and he holds out his palm. You place it there. Uh, he brings it up to his eyes, and his eyes flash again. Spark of uh, magic goes off. Um, this item, it was once held by the Rune Lord Xandergul. It was infused with powerful energies to contact him from beyond, or from from any plane. If you are speaking with a consciousness, it is almost certainly him. How exciting. A pen pal. (laughs) Where he is, I cannot say. And he'll let you take the quill back from him. is that then? Did you know that he was the only rune lord, well one of only two rune lords to never have a successor? I did know that. Yes. Interesting. You're knowledgeable indeed. Is there anything else you wish to know? Who was the other? Was it Sorshan? Yes, the Rune Lord of Lust. Hmm, that's right. Well, do you know of another way through the occlusion field besides rings or whatever else? The because it's a hedron field. to get through. There's a field up above. You seem to know quite a lot. I was wondering if you might know about that. Ah, the distortion effect that is surrounding this mountain. Yes. There is... I have seen those with the rings able to pass through its effects unharmed. I... Do not know if there is another way. Hmm. Yeah. Don't ask. Don't know if we have any other information to ask him. The uh, Rune Lord Karzu built it to protect there. his fortress, the pinnacle of Avarice, seated high atop Mar Nassif. Mm-hmm. How much time remains before Karzu's? Resurrection is completed. The golem shakes his head. I cannot know the future. His resurrection was, according to some documents, supposed to be concluded after only 100 years of slumber. His assistant, Khalid, was to reactivate and bring him back 
from the demi-plane in which he was had trapped himself. But it seems that that plan has failed in some capacity. Did the Rune Lords, they knew that the Earthfall would happen? It seems that is true. Karzug at least knew, perhaps before the other Rune Lords. He had plans set in motion in the event of catastrophe. A last-ditch effort to keep his dream of conquest alive. All right. Well, then, I've got one more big question. Um, Do you know what was the nature of Earthfall, the event? It looks at you and maybe seemingly trying to appraise you in some fashion. It was a form of punishment from the deep the deep ones against the Islanti who betrayed them. It was meant to destroy this planet. But the gods intervened. They were known as Aboleths. The creatures who rose humanity from from the seas. They were, in a way, humanity's progenitors. Why? gods averted it. Which gods? All of them? Appreciate it for whatever that means. Um, They could not see Galarian destroyed. hmm. The goddess of the moon intervened. She was able to block the majority of the well, assault That is why the moon is so damaged now. Which goddess of the moon was it? Uh, Which goddess of the moon was it? I don't remember if it was Desna or... They chucked a rock at us. Yeah, they chucked a real big rock at us. It wasn't Desna. It wasn't Desna? Which which one was it? Do you know? I do. Okay. A Kavna. A Kavna? Okay. A Kavna. A Kavna died from the effects All right. of Kavna's dead. the world from Earthfall. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> You're catching me on lore that I don't fully remember. <laughs> no, you were doing well. I mean, that's why I was like, again, Apolog- Apology to the lore heads out there. 
my lore is really focused on like exactly what the rune lords were doing and only kind of tangentially on <laughs> what was happening elsewhere. I'm like, I don't think it was Desna because Desna's still around. I'm pretty sure the moon goddess got no. absolutely wrecked. Uh, yes, yeah, so absolutely was a... wrecked. Pissed off some other gods. <laughs> I. It was a Kavna. She was the deity of the moon for the Aslanti people. She is gone now. um... Hmm. There's another lost deity that I've been pondering for a while. Um, Although I've lost her name at the moment. The Sala? The... the, uh... Yeah, Lysala, the uh, the rune goddess that oh, with the head preceded the Thessalon, M- Thessalonian Empire. Um, is she, she was a goddess of virtue. Out there, in a way, yes. She has not lost all of her power, but with a majority of her followers gone. Her influence has waned significantly, especially in this corner of the universe. Ah. And she still, um, corrupted? The rune magic is still quite powerful, but it's been bent towards sins instead of virtues just feel like there should be something some way to help turn it back Mm -hmm. I wish there was something that we could do other than potentially removing Karzug and his ambitions from the picture here the only way to change a god is to change their religion you would need their followers to believe something else believe that she could be redeemed that those who exist still yes It is likely that she is gone. Well, sounds like um, removing these Sin Rune practitioners could definitely uh, help along those lines. Instead, help build up the uh, the positive side of it. It is certainly like the best a possibility. Plan. They would also need new practitioners. Those mm-hmm. who espouse the good sides of rune magic and Lusala's work. Right. Well, 
that's uh, that's uh, quite a lot to think on. The golem nods and turns to his work, lifting up another tattered scroll and beginning to repair it. Thanks for your time, I suppose. Uh, good luck to you. Thank you. You as well. I can't see. Enjoy the exhibits. <laughs> Where are you going? <laughs> I thought I was being clever and going to go around the corner on our way back. I can't see. Hi. Where are you going? Uh? Um, not nowhere. Just, uh, Always kind of dark. It really, really is, isn't it? Though this place is damaged, there is still much to learn. The golem says as you make your way out of the chamber. There's always much to learn. Oh, thank you, Gun. Uh, uh, let me find. Where's oh, right. I was going to say, where did he get to? <laughs> is everything okay? Morgiv says, appearing near Gun. Yes, that was actually... <laughs> very enlightening oh oh good well um, I, I believe the exit was just this way and he'll start walking his way north through the passageways got followed after do 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 you can certainly look at any of the exhibits as you're passing, but uh, Morgiv is just kind of proceeding onward. I mean, are, is there anything anything left to just know what these were or what might be still here? Some of them. Um, Besides yeah. the signage, of course. Like, is there anything uh, of them, left to look at? Uh, many of them still have plaques visible. Um, there's some paintings on the walls that have faded. Um you can kind of just point at one and ask me what it is if you want. I didn't want to uh, put... <laughs> it's, well. a, it's a very fine line doing that. <laughs> just tell me about everything in this room. <laughs> but really, I, w I do see this I do have a lot painting. of notes. I see this, there's a Sahedron <laughs> there's a Sahedron medallion that's kind of emblazoned on the floor in the center here in a big paint into the north of it sure. along the wall I'd like to as you make your about. way into this kind of central chamber in the back um, you see uh, in the center of the room there's a big bust of Karzug um, uh, in the back uh, there's a massive painting with uh, gold, uh, gold framing um, of Karzug himself uh, holding his signature uh, uh, burning glaive uh, in hand. Uh, there's a plaque underneath it uh, with a good bit of text. Um, and kind of around the room uh, beside that, uh, immediately next to him is uh, a a painting of the first Rude Lord. Huff, um, sorry, not Hufframa. Um, shit, where's my notes? Notes, notes, notes. Open my museum. The first Green Rude Lord? 
Uh, yes, I, the first the first relord of greed, uh, Kaladerne, uh, is pictured here. The uh, there's the second runelord of greed, Fethrir. Uh, the third, Gimel. The fourth, Lignia or Lignia. Uh, the fifth rune lord, Masmirana. The sixth rune lord, Mas, uh, sorry, Athusa. Uh, and there's a, a tiny, uh, like, torn picture of the seventh rune lord, uh, Hafrana, over here in the corner. Um, is that all of them before Karzug? Uh, yes. Karzug is listed as the eighth rune lord of greed. Um, there's also there's plaques under each of them um there's also a few displays around the room uh we have um the big ones so these two on the left are about uh Karzug's past um the two on the right are about Karzug's reign um the set of four here um, uh, these two on the left and these two on the right are about Karzug's exploits. Would he uh, leave anything in public like this that would be useful to use against him, you think? Like, information-wise. I mean, <laughs> he's not pride. So probably not. Um, maybe some of the um, maybe some of the artifacts are real or really valuable but I, I think the uh, the stories uh, are unreliable at best uh, this center, uh, Asher, you just passed by. This is a kind of a tall case, which has a, a replica of Karzug's glaive uh, with a plaque underneath it. What does the plaque say? Uh, the plaque says striking glaive. Um, the plaque describes this as, uh, where is it? Uh, this is, uh, one of the Alara Keen, uh, the Burning Glaive Arbitrage. Um, it is an intelligent weapon, uh, as all of, as are all of the Alara Keen. Oh. These are the, uh, weapons of the Rune Lords. Um, it mm, is... Okay an excessively uh, is a weapon that is obsessed with accruing wealth um, via any means necessary uh, it is constantly on fire able to act on its own uh, and is incredibly powerful can it talk uh, based on that plaque yeah you think it can probably talk would it talk to other people? <laughs> I guess I couldn't figure that out from the plan. Uh, Would it talk? Yeah, to you're me? not sure. It just it just says that it's an intelligent weapon. Um, uh, it's described the weapon. in Thessalonian as a weapon with a mind of its own. Um, as, as are all of the Alarquine, Alarquine. 
I can spell that. I'm saying Alara Kane, but it's probably... Uh, chat's not working. Why is that not working? I can't type in chat. Don't know why. Oh, there we go. Science. Alara Keen. There we go. Larkin. Sure. Hmm. Um, but from this, it's some kind of uh, yeah, blaze. Uh, sorry, flaming. Probably a greater flaming dancing intelligent weapon uh, with the spell storing rune is capable of delivering spells on the impact. I don't know if my last question went through because I'm nope. muting and unmuting. I don't but, think I heard uh, it. <laughs> so these are the weapons of the rune lords, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. So they all have like intelligent weapons. Do they get buried with them when they die? Or do they just like go to the next rune lord? I don't I um, don't think I would know that just from looking at this, but the way it's written, yeah. it sounds like I it was it was passed down from the first rune lord of greed. Is it I mean, shown in any of these portraits? I was just going to ask that. Maybe Oh uh, yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, or if you similar, at least. If you go look at the other portraits, they're all wielding uh ah. arbitrage. That's good. I would be haunted if this was buried. The oh. only one that you can't see arbitrage visibly it's in is evil. the is the picture of Haframa, the the seventh rune lord before Karzu. But that's because oh, that painting that? is fully damaged. Hmm. Okay. I guess he didn't like that one, didn't he? Like, I get, kill that I get person. The, get that impression. I. Yeah. What does this uh, placard say underneath of his uh, fancy painting? And also, I was just going to check and see if anything in here was magical, like the, if this painting is magical at all or anything else. Oh, um, yeah, you're able to pick up um, some kind of equivalent to gentle repose effect on the painting of Karzug specifically. Um, there's a <laughs> decay. There's a similar enchantment kind of on everything in the room, but huh. it those have all been clearly like the the enchantment itself is broken so there's kind of like a lingering effect of like some parts of the paintings uh are are still enchanted but it's not enough to actually keep the object uh whole um so it's only that painting of Karzu gotcha. that's like vibrant and still colorful um but the the text beneath that one reads uh Karzug the claimer um his reign is listed as, I'll translate to Absalom Reckoning because that's the useful date, negative uh, 5836 AR to today. Hmm. Charge a long time. Well, that's um, his view. <laughs> well, nobody's been here to update this, so. <laughs> <laughs> um. There, it just says to present. It doesn't say like a specific date. Um, hmm. Just a link. Uh, Slayer of the coward Haframa. Wielder of uh, arbitrage. Master of time and space and all within. That seems awful wordy. 
Um. Uh, uh, well, regardless, chief asshole. Right Do we know why Roof uh, Haf- Haframa was so disrespected? Besides being apparently a coward. Um, uh, do we know what the story was between them? I don't think so. Asher, do you remember why Hafrava was so disrespected? I don't Do I? <laughs> Did we get the general Did I read justice? anything about him? Does your rune that... flash and give you any insight? Oh, chance? God, my, my <laughs> rap. <laughs> I was, she says I'm going to forget a, I have that. something has a flash of blinding brilliance. You, you can try a Thassalod <laughs> lore if you want. <laughs> From the wrath let me, rune. Let me Thassalod one. I have so much that I have to remember that I have. Uh, I guess I just <laughs> the curse of a 20th level character. Or sorry, 19th. You're only 19. Yeah. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> I got a 33. An incredibly average score. That's score. That's fine. A 10. Three, three, kind of a. I okay. remember about those. She slowly transitioned. You have my thing. <laughs> <laughs> you <laughs> might remember. <laughs> I can't anymore. Mm. Um, let's see. What do you remember? Um, your your mind flashes to uh, you're like in a in kind of like a pub or something with some or some kind of tavern or fine drinking establishment um, with some compatriots of yours um, and they're everyone's kind of gossiping over the latest news um, uh, did you hear that uh, Aframa was slain by one of his own uh, apprentices um, and the, the information you're kind of able to glean from this is that Karzug um, had been an apprentice, a direct apprentice to Haframa and was his like uh, most vaunted or sorry uh, what's, the, what's the word? Maybe that was right um, he was the most accomplished of uh, the two apprentices to Haframa the other one being a, a wizard by the name of Vage V-H-A-G-E um, Morgiv is informing you of this apparently in chat um, and exactly oh uh, they would be discussing I guess from their perspective they would have gotten like the kind of newspaper version out of Zinchalast which would have been that um Haframa had concocted some kind of villainous plot to to have Karzug assassinated, and Karzug acted first. Um, the reports are that Haframa grew jealous of Karzug's um, abilities, uh, that Karzug was somehow able to push transmutation magic even further than Haframa was able to. Um, and that Karzug had made some kind of, some new powerful allies um, that had helped him in the development of uh, some new branches of transmutation magic. So that's, that's what you get. Hmm. 
Well, that's... I mean, they all just seem like kind of jerks. If you think about it. But I, I guess I couldn't blame Karzug if uh, my teacher was like, I'm going to kill you because you're too cool. So uh, I probably wouldn't like him either in that circumstance. Well, fair point. I suppose that's... No, he's still just a dick. Yeah. Uh, Greshi's going to cast produce flame and attempt to burn the large oh. portrait of Karzug. This is this building's not made out of wood, right? No, I'm pretty sure it's not. It looks pretty stone. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, it looks like stone, but I want to make sure. <laughs> okay, you produce flame and uh, throw a fireball up at the portrait. It catches fire and starts to burn. All right. Just keep moving. Pleased with yourself. Do you know where we're going? We're going no, down but there. I assume oh. <laughs> somebody's going to tell me now that we're here. Uh, I'm just looking at all the lovely... Morgave is standing going. awkwardly near the statue, uh, just kind of politely oh, waiting. Maybe that's... I'm just observing the nice we're, uh... things that my DM has written about. we're ready to keep going. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, sorry, I can... Uh, if you're ready, I can. Uh, and he'll... Uh, reach towards the statue, uh, sorry, the um, the model of Karzug, and press in uh, the the red kind of ruby gem on the statue's forehead, um, and yeah. the floor will start to shudder and shake. Uh, well, this for sure seems like something Karzug probably would know about. As the floor gives way so to keep a our guard up. Uh, uh, a stairway leading down uh, into kind of like a basement floor. Uh, it's the the big stairway green area in front of the uh, the portrait. Um, there's a green light uh, glowing down there, uh, possibly two green lights. See, I don't like that part. Well, there was the purple light, and that turned out fine. <laughs> oh, my light went. Gun went down the stairs, so does Greshi and Asher. I'll go down the stairs. Sorry, I'll uh, move you all down the stairs. You make your way down the stairs into a uh, small chamber um, of stone with that has four green uh, ever-burning torches uh, in sconces on the walls. Um, there's a massive rune of greed on a rug, a decorative rug at the bottom. Uh, and it opens out into a smooth, paved cavern. Um, I, I believe this is the place, Morgive says, um, gesturing at the at the passage. Um, okay. I... Well, yeah. Let's uh, let's go see. I see you avoiding yeah, that but... rug. <laughs> and I'm going to avoid the rug as Morgiv well. is just standing on the rug. He has no idea. Morgiv. <laughs> Morgiv. But uh, Every, everyone else carefully rug. walks around the rug, which seems very trap-like to them. Uh, but Morgiv not uh, quizzically looks at you all as you kind of <laughs> flank around the rug. Um, Come along. Uh, oh. It's all right. We're um, just superstitious. Don't mind us. I, I suppose this is actually as far as you need me. Um, 
the, the tunnels should continue some ways, ah. and then you'll probably be in the Rising District uh, or further. Um, I, I, I can try to accompany you if you want, but I won't be able to breathe for very long. No, you're... Thank you for your help, friend. You've oh, done you, quite a lot for us. You're most welcome. It's been an honor to, to help such amazing heroes. You truly have saved my people. Good on us, I suppose. I'd hear it. It's on the rug. <laughs> Asher yeah. wants to hug him, but he's on the rug. He, he is on the rug. <laughs> Do you want to come over here and... Come here, Morgie, but... Come, come give us a hug that's not Mor on the rug. Morgie looks around and... I have to my affirmation. Stan we don't uh, hug on walks the rug. off the rug. It's, it's not... <laughs> we don't uh, hug on oh. the rug. <laughs> um, is, is there something wrong with the, the rug? It's got Karzuk's symbol, and we don't like that very much. Uh, oh... Yeah. I'm I'm sorry. I I didn't know. It's not explicitly okay. Karzu. It gets just greedy, but fucking yeah, well, purpose. So Asher gives uh, Morgiva a, a, a big hug. <laughs> Come here, Greshi. Uh, <laughs> Come on, we have to hug Morgiv. Are you all? So... Nope. <laughs> this is a big group hug. <laughs> All yeah. right. So, <laughs> Morgiv actually doesn't know what to do with this gesture, uh, but he's just kind of standing there oh. uh, as you all like, <laughs> bear hug him tightly. Uh, oh, um. <laughs> oh. <laughs> she un unleashes Phelan to to dogpile on top of everyone. Oh. Uh, <laughs> and I think with that. Uh, you you leave Morgive with a strange, warm, fuzzy feeling. Um, I I don't know what I've done to be so worthy of such contact, but thank you, thank you again. Uh, I I hope I'll see you again. Please stay safe. Do our best. Who? Take care of your people. No guarantees, but we will do our best. We'll we'll all be rooting for be, you. Uh, strange, regardless of what happens up on this mountain. If if you ever need to come back, don't don't hesitate. We'll we'll always be here to support you. Please. Good luck, heroes. And he'll. Wave, you salute, and begin heading off into the tunnel. Doop. And I think that is as good a place as any to end for the evening. Yay! Well, with a little bit more information, some fun encounters <laughs> under their belt. Our heroes begin their way, uh, their climb up to the pinnacle of Avarice. Uh, <laughs> the power of friendship is going to win, I know it. <laughs> well, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, thanks for joining us, everyone. I hope you all had fun. We should be back 
next week, I think, uh, without looking mm-hmm. at times. Uh, the 30th, yep. Um, mm-hmm. So stay tuned till then. Uh, otherwise, peace out. Love you all. Good night.